Welcome one, welcome all. You are in the WordPress shop and your wonderful hosts, Adam and Colleen, are here to guide you through answering all of your questions about WordPress. This is a topic that Adam and Colleen both love geeking out about. They are here for it. I'm Colleen LeMasters of Colleen LeMasters Creative, and I specialize in WordPress websites, both design and development. I use thoughtful strategy to create beautifully crafted and optimized websites that are also easy to manage on a day-to-day basis for my clients. Adam Miggetts, located in South Carolina, is a web developer focused on integrating custom functionality to websites. Now let's jump into the episode. Good morning. Hello, hello. How are you today? Good. Both kids are homesick today, so I am going to do my best. They're currently watching the Mario movie, so I got that going for me. <laughs> well, that's good. It's, uh, that's bad that they're both sick. Ugh. Well, so here's the thing. They actually probably, well, they are sick, but they feel fine. Like their energy level, everything is normal. They just sound like coughing, and so I was like, well, I don't want to, you know, share that with the world. So, well stay home but uh they they actually feel themselves they're like i'm i'm fine so anyway it's all right <laughs> but uh, and of course they're yeah. probably like i want candy and pizza now yeah yeah they're they asking at 9 a.m they were asking for lunch so <laughs> i was like oh well that's gonna be that day okay good to know so but i wanted to check in with you because i wanted to hear more about your adventures into like the sidebar because i love the idea of the use case of having a permission like a little toggle or you know drop down for permissions of who can view pages based on role types and i think that's an awesome idea so did you do were you just messing around with things or did you have a use case like did you have someone that actually needed that functionality uh yes so i i added yeah so i wanted so basically before i always did it in like kind of a a meta box it's just just, just, i can't talk situation um, but I'm like, you know what, that's one and I can move to the sidebar thing, which was like, that's pretty cool. So basically, you know, it does the same functionality that it did before, but it's now I stuck it on the sidebar. So that way, you know, if you're opening a, or starting a new page, you can go to the, uh, you know, go to the sidebar and then toggle it or not toggle, um, select, you know, allow, allow all or just leave it. It's actually by default, you can leave it blank and it's all, it, it's a public page, but you can say you know, allow only for members or allow only for paid members or, you know, whatever. If there's more tiers, they can add that. Um, and then I put that, if there's that kind of stuff, I can put into settings options too. So yeah, it's, it's been very handy. Very mm-hmm. cool. So can you, does it pull all of the permissions or the roles that are available? And so like, for example, if you have like, you know, how I, I have WooCommerce. So I have customers and I have premium customers that are like, they come with my my WooCommerce install. So could you set that? I mean, does it pull that by default? Yeah, so it goes by the roles nice. or if it goes by where, like for this one, I actually had a custom role that they were using. Uh, they called it, I think they just called it custom member. No, member custom, I forget. They made a custom role, still with, with subscriber only, you know, capabilities. So, but they wanted to, to have a custom role name. No, like uh, WooCommerce has what customer or whatever or others. Right, right. So, yes, but there are in this like case, variations of that. So that's right. Why so in this nice. case, they wanted they wanted to specify the, the actual role name. So that's why I have that in there for that. But yeah, you don't have right. to. You can just go by the role uh, if it doesn't have a, a custom role name, whatever. Yeah. Fantastic. That's awesome. So, because here's the other thing that I was trying to think about, because I love that 
idea of, of, you know, because you have like content that you can kind of drip out and be like, Hey, if you know, sign up to be a member and whether it's a paid membership or a sign up for my newsletter kind of, you know, marketing tactic, whatever you want to call it. But then I started thinking, okay, because I've come up with this scenario and two, two avenues. I've come up against this scenario of like being able to, to close off things to the public or make it members only in the sense of a, a user that's already like a menu. What am I trying to say? So they, if they're logged in, show this menu. If they're not logged in, show that. And I, I want to say, is this something that recently, it's vaguely familiar to me that this was a functionality that has been folded in recently, but I could be, I could be dreaming. So maybe, you know, something about the member, like doing a, a, a custom menu or I guess custom menu is not the right word, but doing a members only menu as opposed to having to hard code it in. Do you know if there's anything like that, that well, is I, existing? That, yeah, I, I do that. So basically I do it on the page. So what I do is I create a blank template um, especially now that you can, you know, go into the site editor and create your own templates. I create a blank template. So there's no header or footer. This is just in the, in the case that in the one site, you can still leave it. You don't have to do this. I just did it so that it's blank. And then what I did was on the page content, I, I basically it adds, uh, only if they're logged in, then it'll show what I did. I'd made like what a top row with, you know, their profile image, if they have one for the user image. And then next to it is the, I think it just did a small row and then it stacks or whatever. I forget exactly. Anyway. Got uh, it. So it shows, you know, in other words, it shows the user information. If they're of course not logged in, then it won't show that. It'll just say log in first, you know, to see. Right, this. right, right, right. Um, Cause so, I've always hard that way it's, menus that way. Then, like, you know, and I don't want to have to hard. Well, and it. yeah, I thought about that, but I don't like, I'm, I'm so like, no, I don't want to hard code anything. So I, I would like to be able to give my clients the flexibility to set permissions. I love the idea of doing it on a page by page basis. I also like doing it from not only a menu of, you know, showing a custom menu if you're logged in versus if you're not, but then taking it one step further. And also I would love to do it if they have like content within the page, you know, how like you've seen uh, almost like a paywall, you know, where you like, you go to a news article and you can see like the first, like the excerpt of the news article and it's like to read more, subscribe, you know, pay Five ninety nine a month to subscribe to the New York Times or whatever it is. So, something like that use case where it's almost like a a permissions block, maybe. So it has the same functionality that your your permission sidebar does, but it is a block that uh, like a group of blocks, right? And so at the top of the block is like where the permissions are, and then you can stack subsequent blocks inside there that would be the you know the hidden that you have to be logged in in order to see. Are you following my logic there? Yeah, I never thought about just, I, I was just saying, you know, uh, you know, base it on a per page, you can't see the whole page, but yeah, I guess you can stop, uh, you can actually, you know, do it on a block uh, basis. That would be cool because you can actually, by doing a custom block, now you can add that as one of the things, you know, block permission or whatever, and then drop it down say only paid members can see this, whatever's in this block. They can see everything else on the page, but the block is now, uh, you know, blocked. right. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's cool. I never thought I just was going by page, but yeah, you could apply it to, you know, paid uh, mm -hmm. block only. Yeah, true. So, I mean, cause I, I don't even, I can't think of any use cases off the top of my head. However, I was thinking just because on a granular level of doing a block permissions, I, permissions block, let's call it for 
the sake of simplicity, but you could do something where it is a, oh gosh, I wish I could think of a good use case. Like this, how, how necessary is it if I can't even think of a good use case off the top of my head, but you know, maybe it is a, a login now you know, or subscribe now, but if they're already subscribed or they're already a member, then you don't show the, you know, join button or I I don't know what it would be, but I like the idea of it being on a granular level, but again, how, how necessary is it if I can't think of any good use cases right now? So maybe I just need more coffee. (laughs) Well, in the case, here's a case. So, so if you have, say you have a paid, so you have members, you have free members, you know, system, a, a member tier, you have a paid member tier, or you even have a, you know, two different member tiers, right? And a member peer tier, member one tier, whatever, it's still paid, whatever, just call it one, two, and three. So member one tier can see, you know, certain things. Member three can see everything, but maybe instead of, you know, this way, instead of making separate pages and then, you know, limiting those to that, you can actually make one page and to your point, just go create a block and say, okay, make these blocks or make this group block or whatever only, you know, accessible, you know, turn that permission for that paid three person. And then that way the other two tiers won't, uh, members won't be able to see it at all. So that's, yeah, there's a use case. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Cause I was also thinking from a pricing perspective of like, Hey, I mean, you know, yeah, you want the, the people who are not members to see the, the pricing and then the the benefit of joining quote unquote. So like, yeah, it's, you know, $20 a month for the regular person, but it's $15 a month for members or whatever, what have you. But I could see where that, you know, if they are already signed up, you don't want to give them extra. I don't know. I could, I could, I'm overthinking it now. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, well, maybe you want, want the members to see the benefit and not, you know, Hey, they're saving five bucks a month, but or anyway, you can, I don't know. Or the, or the opposite, <laughs> you show a block to people that are of tier one, right. Or tier one and two and show a block that says, you know, uh, only for tier one and two show this block, which is, Hey, you can, if you upgrade to tier three, you get, you know, one, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever. This, this There you go. Yes. yes. So yeah, you can also exactly. do it that way as well. Correct. Yeah. I know I've come up against this with client work before where I have needed to be like, oh, just this section. Like it doesn't warrant a whole new page because it's just like, you know, the equivalent for like one or two blocks that need to be changed. You know, if logged in, show this, if not show that. And so I, I just can't think of any of them right now. So I know that I feel like this would be a good thing to do. I just haven't haven't had to apply it lately, but I know it's come up on the panel before. But I, I love the idea of, of this custom block and not just this one, but the the ability to make custom blocks and, you know, custom things in the sidebar. I would love to convert all of my meta boxes, my old school meta boxes which are still fine and functional and that's all well and good. But going forward with new clients, I'm not, I'm not trying not to use the old meta box method now that we have the, you know, the blocks and everything and um, whether it be a block or a sidebar um, that we could, we could code. Would love to hear if anyone else has had any, number one, a wish list. I think it would be fun to hear some other things like, oh, I wish we had a block that did this because I could think of a couple offhand. Yeah. There's just, there's so many, there's so many cool, like I'm, and I will tell you, this is an Adam can vouch for this. This was a far cry from where I was feeling what last week, I think on, on Thursday or Friday when I was trying to get the toggle. And uh, this was a simple show the page title or not toggle. Long story short, we did get the toggle fixed, but that was like a simple use case. And I was, I was like, 
uh, I don't know if I could do sidebars anymore. Forget it. Like, let's just do the old, like, checkbox metabolic, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, not, not loving it, shall we say. In fairness, I don't think the documentation in like the official documentation was thorough for the, the toggle. So, cause there was no, I didn't see anything in the documentation about the change of state, which was the, the, you know, part of what we were needing to do. So, well, it's, yeah, see, it's there, but it's under, it's not under, like you have to actually go to that specific, you know, uh, use state component, you know, or right. whatever it is, but you can't, but it didn't show, you know, try this, in, you know, so it's not an actual, mm -hmm. uh, whatever I just, but the, but that having that use state, I'm like, oh, of course, because, well, because yeah, it's so much easier than trying to figure out doing yourself and like, all right, this local variable has to be updated as well. And this, but they already have that use state component that you can take advantage of. And then, um, then, yes. Then it automatically does that. So it's beautiful. It now, and now that we know I'm back on the back drinking the Kool-Aid and I am, I'm good with it again <laughs> until the next time when I'm like, why can't I get this to work? The moral of the story is, is that at the end of the day, it made things easier for the client. And that was, that's really cool. So I, I mean, overall, I do think that the direction of WordPress and these new features they're adding make things easier for the, you know, the average user. I have that that I set up that was made things easier for the client. I would like to convert all of my meta boxes at some point, you know, it's on the, on the to-do list, but you know, what is, what's interesting is that I, I, I told you last week, I think that I am working on uh, getting all my sites that I manage into manage WP, right. Which is the, um, you know, it's like, so I can manage all of the websites at once and, and run stable updates and kind of batch process and make things more efficient. Right. So I noticed that, and I have one client who is on a, I almost even hate to say it out loud. They're on a managed GoDaddy WordPress installation. And here's why I do not like that. Number one, I, I think that it gives a false sense of security because like, oh, it's managed WordPress. It's going to update everything for you. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. It will eventually update things for you, I believe, but it's like four or five months after the fact. So God knows what's going to happen in those four or five months. Right. And those aren't your, your plugins and stuff. That's just your core. Like it just updates your core WordPress files. I am looking at this quote unquote managed that I am actively maintaining because even though WordPress or Google, GoDaddy says that it's managed. It's really not. And they were on, wait for it, 7.4 PHP. And I was like, wait a minute. So, and if, for those of you playing at home, they sunset 8.0, like at the end of November. So 7.4 is, is definitely old. So I go in, it says there's no updates, which that would make sense on the dashboard, you know, to, to not see a PHP update. That's not where they, they put those types of updates. But I look and there's there's no updates and I start going into the site health to look a little bit further because, you know, if you try and update to the eight branch, whether it be 8.0 or 8.1, Adam, I'm sure you've already had this experience, but things can break because it's a very different, different version. And um, so I I'm looking at the the details of the site. It's on 6.3.2 version of WordPress. And I'm like, what in the heck are, like, I want to call my client and be like, cancel your managed because this, this is, they're not doing what they, they claim to be doing. I, I'm trying to figure out why there's no update shown because 
that's what I was looking at for was those, those updates. And that's actually one of the reasons it's a roundabout story. It's actually one of the reasons why I am going to manage WP so I can actively see, like, not just looking at the updates of plugins and stuff, but like I get, it's easier for me to look at the version data and, you know, like going from A to B or, you know, 3.1 to 3.2 and that sort of thing. So, and it's free. I, I'm liking it. It's free. So that's, that's really nice as well. I, I'm just, I am, I'm perplexed as to why they are not pushing out or making the 6.4 WordPress version available on their managed site. It's been months. It's been months at this point. Okay, two months, and, but still. And, and today we just got, or maybe it was last night, we just got 6.4.2. No, it was today. Okay, was today. today. So, we, so now it's 6.4.2, so. <laughs> yes. So they're even more out of date, which funny story about the 6.4.2. Six, six, so as I'm going through my audit of PHP versions, I saw I've, I've been in the process of taking some of those clients who are on 8.0 and taking them to 8.1. GoDaddy also, some of these sites are hosted on GoDaddy. They don't have 8.2 available yet. So fun times. I'm actually in the process of moving my website over to WP Engine. So that's that I think is on the horizon for me, but that's a, another story. So I'm trying to get these sites set up to 8.1 and making sure that they are compatible and, and fixing any weird things that need to fix. And of course, one of the sites goes sideways, right? And, and of course, I also do this on the day when the kids are home and it's not like, I can't like sit down and focus on, I, I don't even know what I was thinking. That was a terrible idea to do that. So I have to call their support because there's all these errors that are thrown. I revert back and the errors are still there. Normally the error is clear if you roll back. I don't even remember where I'm going with this story now. I feel like I'm I'm all over the map today. Sorry about that. But long story short was that I like managed WP because it makes it very easy to see what needs updating. Uh, I do not enjoy managed GoDaddy WordPress. And I think it's baloney that they are not, baloney is my nice word because kids are home. And I think that it baloney that they do not have 8.2 available yet. And, oh, that's what it was, was that. And so when I was like looking to, to do the 8.1 and 8.2, I couldn't update it. Like I, anyway, I just got stuck in a loop as it were. So that's, that's what I've, I've been dealing with, with the updates and things like that. And it's maddening. They don't make things available that are already been tested. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. <laughs> Well, and that's what always, and granted, I haven't been on, I haven't used the hosting aspect of GoDaddy, but that was always because you're previously smart. for because like you're smart. 10 years, GoDaddy's hosting was just their user IG era, user interface to manage and, and stuff to, you know, update it or whatever you need was just horrible. Now, granted, maybe it's a little better. I don't know, but um, it just uh, like what, especially because I've been, you know, I, I've seen other hosting companies, how they do it. And it's like, okay, worlds, you know, worlds apart from GoDaddy. Now, Seriously, go, that's it. Worlds go, apart. You're what right. GoDaddy has it going for them is, is usually you can get their domains, not hosting. I don't know about their hosting price, but the, they're usually their domain prices are one of the lowest ones. Um, so and I will, I will attest to that. So I use them for domain because for that very reason, I actually, I don't know if I still am, but I used to be a like domain, like you can buy a subscription. And if you, there's a certain number of domains, that's like the sweet spot. And if you go over 
owning like 15 domains, you might as well pay for this service because it pays for itself in the saving, like you get domains for even cheaper than the service pays for itself in the savings of the domains. And because I am a domain fiend, I have like 25 of them and all the variations of my name and my business and business ideas that never came to fruition, but I still want to have because maybe someday I'll do it. I have all of those. And so I was like a member of their domain club for, for even cheaper. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah, I ran across so many. This is going back years ago. And she was talking about the domains she's had. And she actually said she has hundreds of do registered domains. Do not active. She just has them. <laughs> so don't feel bad if you have 25. <laughs> There's people that have hundreds. Oh, that's, yeah. I was going to say, that makes me feel much better for, yeah, I, I do know that those people exist. And I'm, I'm slowly inching my way up. But um yeah. And well, and I've told the story before about how there was a winery, not one of my clients, but I was looking at their site for, to see how they did certain marketing things and on their website. And I just typed in the domain and it took me to like some spam Chinese character site. And I was like, oh. and so I called my husband, who's also in the wine industry. I was like, I think this site got hacked. Like you need to call. Cause he knew the winemaker of that place. And long story short, it was because they had let their domain lapse and someone else bought it and was like messing with their, you know, their reputation kind of. So always buy your variations of your domains. So they had to like, you know, they had to or, or, start with I mean, a new domain. Variations are good, but at least, you know, always stick with one, make sure that, you know, your main one is always registered. <laughs> For sure. And, you know, one of the, the big tips that I always tell my clients is don't register it with a domain, like with an email that matches the domain. So like I wouldn't register or have the, the contact email for my clcreative.com domain be my CL creative email on the off chance that something goes wrong with the domain. Well, your email is not going to hit your inbox either. So I always have, like, I have kind of a, it's not a throwaway Gmail. I mean, it routes to me, so I get it, but uh, it's a separate email, Gmail account for all of my technical, like for my own personal uh, domains and stuff like that. So I know it's nice and, and my OCD appreciates the idea of keeping everything in one bundle with the same domain and the email for the domain and everything goes to the same spot. I definitely recommend having like business name at Gmail and then using that for any, you know, cause if you, you miss a domain notification or some, or, um, you know, renewal email or something, which is probably would happen to that winery and they just weren't paying attention or it went to somebody's, you know, work email who was no longer with the company or something like that. So uh, all of it could have been avoided and, but you know, they don't know what they don't know. So that's my, that's my big tip is to use a different email than that doesn't match your domain. So, yeah. And remember what emails that you have to, to get that, you know, you signed up a certain things. Cause there was some service. I'm trying to think who it was. It wasn't Amazon. It was somebody. Anyway, I was trying to log in. Was it Walmart? No, I don't, remember. I don't remember where store it was. I was trying to log in, and I've used it for years. I'm like, you know, why can't I log in? Why can't I log in? And service, customer support uh, person got on, you know, I was chatting with. They're like, you don't have an account. You don't have an, I'm like, I have an account. I just got an order like two weeks ago. What are you, what are you talking about? And so he couldn't help me because he couldn't, you know, what from the information I was giving him. So then finally I thought about it. I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, I used that other email. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one worked. Yes. Well. I'm yes. like, whoops. <laughs> we, you know, what's funny is we just had that same thing come up last night. I was at a parent club meeting and 
we are attempting to wrangle all the documents, like all the bylaws and the past auction details of the fundraisers and the this and the that, because everything is spread out all over the countryside, right? So they're like, well, here's the Dropbox login. And I'm like, well, I got an email that said we're approaching our quota. And this isn't anywhere near the quota, like when I logged in. So sure enough, I go back to the email. There's a second Dropbox account. So someone didn't realize that they'd already created. So anyway, long story short, it's it's important to remember your usernames and logins and emails. <laughs> so you know what's what. You're not duplicating things. <laughs> and yeah, even with like Pat, like I, I don't like using password uh, managers and stuff, but my friend always laughs at me because it always takes me a while to log in stuff. Uh because he's he always uses the the password managers, you know, because that way all his devices are in sync and stays and whatever. And he's like, just use whatever. There's you know, there's I don't know, probably a hundred different password managers. So pick one and use it. <laughs> he always tells me. It's so funny because I do not like using password manager. Either. Okay, good. So and, you're you're like uh, me because I I don't like no, that. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like it, even though I love the idea of it syncing across, you know, because I'll access things on my laptop, I'll access them on my, you know, my desktop at work. I love, you know, I love for it to be uh, all in sync and everything like that. But part that bothers me is that not so much for password managers, but for the two-factor authentication, I would love to get your thoughts on on two-factor authentication because I have a love-hate relationship and I, I see the value in its security, you know, and the added layer of security, but I, it drives me insane from the standpoint of like, oh, I have to wait for the client to give me the code or what have you. But I have, I finally broke down and I got, I had to for one client specific instance, I got the Microsoft Authenticator. That makes it easy to use. However, even that is not great because let's say that you have, you know, you have whatever you need to set up two factor on and it doesn't work with Microsoft Authenticator it only wants the Google Authenticator. It only wants, you know, and I'm like, can we all just get on the same page of the authenticators? So, or just pick your favorite one and let everyone, you know, use it all or nothing. So. Well, see, and here's the benefit. Okay, so here's where we are in the WordPress shop. So in WordPress, you, you know, you have a, a login, you log in, and then you have a role, whatever. If, so you're not sharing passwords and, and having one password, and then, you know, or if you log in, they're like, oh, now somebody, you know, somebody else gets the email for the two factor. They just give you the code and all this that. So basically allowing that, you know, role type thing. So even if it's, you know, per site, like even as a hosting company or whatever, I've seen, I think SiteGround does it. I'm trying to think who else does that. But you basically, you set up your own, your own account. So you have access to it and the owner can say, okay, yes, give access for just this thing to this person. And then that way they can just, you know, log in under them. They're gonna have to log in yes. under the client and yes. so much better. Cause otherwise, like a you said, you're yes. waiting, <laughs> you know, you're emailing them, you know, if, you're, if you do something at, you know, three o'clock in the morning, cause you can't sleep and you're finishing up work, but you need that two factor, right. the client's asleep. You don't want to try to wake him up. Hey, I know I'm calling you at three in the morning, but I need that code. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. It expires in 15 <laughs> minutes. So I need it now. Yeah, no, for sure. And the biggest culprit, I know this is a WordPress room, but the biggest culprit that I find is MailChimp because Almost all my clients use MailChimp because it's cheap and elegant, right, to send emails. But if they're on the free plan, they have to share. They don't have, like, additional users necessarily that you can add. And so if they're on the free plan and they have that two-factor setup, which oftentimes I think MailChimp just does it, like, by default. Like, you have to actively opt out of it, or at least that's how it appears to the average Joe 
is like, oh, this is just part of the setup process. And you don't realize that you're opting into two factor. And then they want me to come in and do something with MailChimp connecting it to whatever. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, so I will frequently create a, an email that's like marketing at, and it goes to the client and me for those use case scenarios, because otherwise you're just waiting forever for those stupid codes. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. I, that's why I like with like MailChimp, I generally, you know, it's well, see for what I need, all I need is for the client to give me their uh, API key. Um, for MailChimp. Yes. And I'm like, Beautiful. Give me that. And then that way you just it knows what account. Maybe that's what I should just start doing. Just asking for the, the API key. That's a smarter idea. <laughs> because I can link. It, it yeah. I link. All of my clients knew where to find it. <laughs> well, yeah, I need to, I think there's actually, there's probably a bunch of YouTubes saying, Hey, find your API key, whatever. Yeah. It's just been, been nice because that way I can just, you know, once I have access, then it's like, okay, yeah, put, you know, I can, it'll uh, make an API call say, okay, here's your list. They can pick their list assign that list to, you know, this form and then all, you know, all their subscriptions go to that list, whatever. Yeah. Nice. Totally off topic, but no segue here, but about WordPress, because it, it just popped into my mind to ask you, have you come across, and I know that you're probably going to say you would code your own. I, I full disclosure, I know, <laughs> but have you come across any good slider plugins that work with Gutenberg? The reason I ask is because, you know, you always get those clients where I, I personally am not a fan of the slider, at least on the, the homepage hero. I, I don't mean for, find... for images. Yes, 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 yes. So like slideshow, you know, how you go on, um, you know, the, the homepage of a website and you have that, you know, the hero and it's, it's basically a slider and it's got like, you know, four or five slides on it. God knows if anyone ever even sees slide number three or four or five, you know, maybe it has different calls to action. And I am trying to figure out because I know it's native in Elementor, but I hate Elementor. So I don't want to use that. That's, that's not the answer. I would love to find a block plugin that creates a slider. Cause I've already, I've always coded my own, but now with the advent of blocks, I like the idea of being able to kind of like drag it around in the page. And when I code my own, it's like a set position within the page, you know? So I would like to have a little bit more flexibility of where to put like, like a testimonial slider, you know, that, that would be a use case. I could see where it's like, you know, at the bottom of the about us page or something like that, you know, I did a test. You just said testimonial. I actually did a testimonial block, <laughs> custom block. Yes, but see, I need something that's going to like takes that and takes it one step further and slides, right? And so, well, I all wonder... I have to do is is take what I just did is just add the CSS to do that. So to apply that, so yeah. In fact, you can even you can even have right. multiple. Like, how do you want? Yeah. How do you want to the slide? You know, whatever mm -hmm. options for how it slides, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. Okay. Yeah, I got to explore some of that those options because I, like I said, I've been moving away for a couple of years now, moving away from the sliders in my design, just because I don't think the conversions are there. Uh, you know, everyone sees the first slide and then they're moving on to the next thing. Either they're clicking or they're scrolling down or you're lucky if they get to slide two. And anything beyond that is like, why are you even bothering putting that on there? Especially with the, the mobile first and, you know, load times and things like that. So I, I prefer not to use them. 
Um, I'd rather have a, a lot more uh, structures or journey, you know, a lot more guided, as you could say. But clients are like there. I have some clients that are just adamant about using that slider. So. Well, and I like that, you know, even if you don't have to use the slider now, or I guess it still counts because it's still an image with the new, with one of the upgrades to WordPress, you can, you know, now tap, you can turn it on and tap. I forget what they call it. You tap it and it, and it you know, opens up. Uh, oh, it becomes expand. a light box. It expands yeah. the, yeah, expands okay. the image. So that's, that's pretty nice. And you just so that. I loved that feature and I was super stoked when I heard that was going to be part of the 6.4 release. And I was like, this is amazing. It's going to be so great. So, and it is, it's great. But I will tell you that I really thought that it was going to be a, like if it was part of a gallery and you expand one of the images in the gallery that you could start sliding like a carousel and it doesn't have that feature. Oh, in the, in the, I thought I saw that in the example when they, in their, um, Maybe you know, I missed the features. Setting. It said, I thought it said, I mean, for individual doesn't, of course, is one, one image, but then I thought, right. As I scrolled down, seeing on the, with their new update page or whatever, it said, you know, gallery, you know, when you tap it, it opens and then it's, you can scroll through. I thought that was, but maybe I will I go back and double check. It. Cause maybe, maybe I missed a setting because I was messing with it yesterday, two days ago, either way. And I, I created the gallery. I went on all the images and cause I didn't see a setting for the gallery to expand all the images, you know, like a, not a global, but you know what I mean? Like for all expand. And so I went into every, and there were like nine images. So I went through each one and toggled the expand. And then when I tested it, I was like, oh, I can't like carousel through them. So maybe I missed something. I, I will go back. I will report back next week and I will let you know. So, because I was super excited about that feature. I thought, yeah, I thought I saw that, but maybe I, maybe I just saw a gallery and I s assumed, so maybe I misread it, but I, I thought that's what they were talking about. When, you know, you can scroll through when you tap multiple, have multiple pictures, but may maybe that's wrong. I'm really disappointed that I did not bring my computer and bring my laptop. I am in the back of the house while the kids are in the front. And so I'm, I, I don't have my computer in front of me, so I can test this right now. But as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go look and go explore. That is as soon as I make sure that everything is, is still good with the Mario movie. <laughs> and once their lunch orders are uh, given. <laughs> my goodness. Yes, I know. It was like 9 a.m. And I'm like, they just had pancakes for lunch or for breakfast. I'm like, you guys. So anyway, appetite not suffering during this, this time period. <laughs> Kids need food? What's up with that? I mean, come right? on. What, oh, wait, every yeah. time I turn around. Every time I turn around. They're always hungry. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I actually, I should probably wrap up pretty quick here because I, I do need to switch gears. I will find out about the gallery expanding and, or maybe, you know, for all I know, maybe it was like a, a, you know, weird conflict on an update or, you know, I'll check it on a couple sites on my local as well as the. Or it could have been just a setting that maybe there's a setting you have to turn on and off, or maybe you yes, turn exactly. off on, or maybe because you had it on individually, turn it off. And then there's a setting on the gallery one. I don't know. That could be too. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go look. So, but I know that there's a lot of cool things, cool, you know, new additions and new features. And I haven't even like, I don't feel like I've gotten into like the, you know, beyond the tip of the iceberg with it, go and do some exploring. And then I also want to go and look at the, the change log with 642 and see if it was just, was it just bug updates? Do you know, or is there any, any new stuff coming not, out? Uh, actually here, hang, hang on one second. Let's see if I can. One of the sites that I was updating today that threw all the errors, it, the, that's how I know the update dropped today is because when I logged onto that site to run it, everything was still 641. And then I was getting on the phone with support. And I was like, wait a minute, 
does anyone know about 642 coming out? And the gal that was helping me, she's like, no, I thought 641. And so I went on the, you know, the developer blog and the, the WordPress, like, you know, site, the main site. And it was like, just dropping today, December 6th. And I was like, okay, of course. So... It, it literally dropped while we were on the phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says minor release, seven bug fixes in the core. They recommend updating immediately. Let me click on the seven bug fixes. Let's see. Are there any security related ones? I'm trying to, I'm looking now. Let's see. Change CS. Let's see. Irrelevant comment. Let's see. Let's see. Priority. Okay. Priority is all normal. Yeah. Just normal. Ones this is not, a peak yeah. right here. This is a peak into the mind of developers and stuff like that. So <laughs> I am uh, like, we're looking at like, like notes and things like that. Yeah. It's all the ones that are, it's just, uh, they're all normal priority. Let's see. Everything's been fixed. Site editor logo. What was wrong with that one? Hold on. I'm just curious. Yeah, it's like, why? On the top, <laughs> the W logo serves as the back button, right? We know that. Uh, after upgrading, the icon always shows as default W. Because you can customize it now with the new, like I saw it well, you when can I was always... through the reference guide. I mean, you, you always can... could, but now right. you can do it with the new, what, oh. like with the new, what do you call it? Like React block? I mean, what is that? Like, we're trying to get away from Gutenberg, but when you create blocks and create, what do you? I just call them blocks. Like just the new way, even if it's like a sidebar panel and stuff, because it's using the new oh, new method. Um, yeah, I guess because kind of they're blocks, but they're more global. I just call them global locks for yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, I'm gonna go and play around with a couple things and go go see how everything's going on the home front out there. Looking forward to next week when I can come back and, and share more about my adventures with the new block editor and, and custom blocks and sidebars. And again, trying to make things easier for the client, which I think overall WordPress is moving towards that. It's just that there's always those use cases, like the one-off use cases where it's like, oh, this would be great for this particular client. Now I'm learning how to how to do all of those in the new the new system. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, there's, yeah, sometimes it's like, you look at the list, it's like, oh, uh, man, just add it to the list. There's too many things. Happening. Oh my gosh. I know. It's, it's a never still, ending. You know, it's still, it's still exciting. It um, is. All it is. Stuff. And when, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I can do this now. But also I, I, I guess now that, you know, I kind of, I stop myself from getting too excited because sometimes I'm like, all right, pull back, look at over the overview of what I'm trying to do. Do I really need to convert that to this thing or yes, this new thing? Whatever totally. Came out? I'm like, mm, not really. Or well, sometimes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, so That's I am, what I was talking I am, about with those permissions blocks. Yeah. You know, it's like, do we need this right now? Or should I just like swill my roll? <laughs> yeah. So I, I do stop myself from saying, you know, everybody do this. Like, no, hold on. That's not necessarily maybe the, you know, like leave it. You know, only in certain situations, then maybe, yeah, okay, we can switch it or whatever. Right, right. Uh, because, yeah. So you have to kind of look at what the, you know, what's Big happening. picture. You know, big, the, picture. Oh, big picture. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully we'll have more to report next week. We want to thank you for coming and spending time out of your day here with us in the WordPress shop. Okay. That concludes this episode. Our hosts will return with another topic in the next episode. Bye-bye, everyone.